You can tell me that you see, you've brought me a proof. You brought me a proof that a person who denies himself halal needs kapara. Why? What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? What's so bad about the fact the person chooses not to drink wine? So we started talking about this last night. And that is, there's two standard mahalachim given to the question. Both of them don't, don't work with the Rambam. The one mahalach is, the person shouldn't take on the dar. You don't want to drink wine, don't drink wine. But to make a nether, which is to forbid myself wine, so uh, whenever I take on commitments, I, want, I run the risk of potentially not keeping my commitments. And that's why as a rule, the Torah doesn't like Nidarim, doesn't like Shuras, doesn't like Naziris, because it's making commitments which perhaps the person won't be able to uphold. And therefore the problem isn't that he doesn't drink wine, the problem is that he's now obligated himself not to have wine. I don't have a principle, but yeah, Chomash, also Torah. The Torah gave you the Yisurim the Torah wants you not to do. I don't need to add Yisurim of Ma'ad. But that would be, that's not what the says, because if that would be the case, so then the problem isn't that a person wants to deny himself pleasure, the problem is that a person shouldn't be obligating themselves in things which are, or, which are extras. The Ram is learning the halakha as a, as, a, as a proof that a person is not going to deny themselves, so to speak, things that they can enjoy in this world. Um, the second answer which is brought to explain the Kamara also isn't the Ram. And this is also brought in other Shailim. And they say if the halakha is that a person needs kapara for, for not drinking wine, for the level that, for the fact that they took a lot to drink wine, so why does it, why does it not bring that kapara when he ends his nazirs? He should have brought that kapara when he started his nazirs. Because that's why I took a lot to drink wine. I've now kept up my commitment and now it's over, so now I can't drink wine again. So why am I bringing the kapara now? So they show us an interesting thing. And they say like this, they say that for a person who's, so to speak, on a level, that for them, they, they're holding by, the fact that they don't need wine anymore. So then they're not doing something wrong for not drinking it. But for a person who's not by that level, and then, so to speak, they take on commitments which aren't really in keeping with where they're holding, so that's the moment needs kapara. Thank you. Where do we see that? We see that, that the Nazir now wants to stop being a Nazir. The Nazir wants to go back to drinking wine again. He's ending his Naziris. So now we say to him, if, you don't, if you don't, you're not holding by the level of maintaining Naziris, so the proof is you want to stop, so that's the case. Remember, it's a mistake to undertake commitments which are above your level. But you only accepted the commitment for 30 days. Right, 100%. You only accept it for 30 days. We see at a certain level that, like, if you go into a high level, stay there. And if you're not, then maybe there wasn't the right thing to do. And so that also, that's also an explanation given. But when the Nazir now goes back down to levels on before, so we say, you know, you're, you're venturing to levels which were above where you were meant to be. It was, and coming back down again was wrong, was wrong for one of two reasons. Either if you're meant to be there, you should stay there. And if you're not meant to be there, then it's not the right thing to do. And so that, so that, that would be the reason he needs kapara. But then again, that would mean that if the Nazir stays in Nazir, where is this shita coming from? It's coming from the fact that if the Nazir stayed in Nazir his whole life, he would never bring kapara. The Nazir remains in Nazir the rest of his life, will never bring kapara on not drinking wine. Because it's only, the kapara only is when a person ends Nazirist. So that means the person is holding by maintaining the zeros, so then he doesn't turn up. He's, he's holding on the level to do that. Right, but by finishing and going back down to where he was, now it looks, we look at and say, why did you take on things which you were able to maintain? It would be similar to saying, a person saying, you know what, for this month I'm going to make sure to get up and down for that minute. 
after I went back down again. So that's not the matter. If you're holding while doing something, you better keep it up. Now that's not a bad thing to do, but I'm just giving an example. As long as a person undertakes more in order to go back down. So that there we have a, a certain spirit. And that is that if you weren't holding by don't and if you should hold by keep it up. That's another explanation given. But again, that doesn't work with the Raman. Because Raman is giving it as an example of a person shouldn't look to cause himself suffering. A person shouldn't look to restrict what they're able to enjoy. And therefore, if the Torah says that a person needs to bring a fire for someone who doesn't who deny themselves the pleasure of drinking wine, so if a person denies himself every pleasure, Allah has come overcome. That's the rai he brought. It's not because of a certain level, it's because it's the, the very fact that a person chose not to um, not to have, uh, not to enjoy things which he could, is, reason, is the reason why he's kapar. We have to say what the reason is. What's the problem? Let's read what I first. A person shouldn't prevent himself from having that, except for those things that Torah said not to have. The Torah has enough restrictions on what a person is not allowed. Keep to the Torah. A person doesn't have to add restrictions. The person shouldn't make new obligations or new restrictions on himself with the Torah and things like that, things which the Torah says not to. And to have a lashon. It's not enough for you with the Torah And you came to ask some more things besides for that. Uh, that's, not, that's not the right thing to do. The, the, the Torah knew exactly what the right things for a person to do not to do. And therefore, it's, 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 it's wrong to make yourself new Yisurim beyond the Torah Asim. Yeah, so therefore, that seems to be the Maharach of the Ram. But the Ram Ram learns, of, 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 of Nazir is in the Torah. It's defined there very clearly. Right, and it's the Galvachim. They already have something that the Torah defines such an option. And even that, to some extent, is called Nizakapara. And a person who's embarking on his own track of self-affliction, and uh, self-denial. So that's even something that I didn't talk about at all. So Kalachan is going to be the Kapar. And you asked before the question, what's wrong with that? What's wrong? What's so bad about the fact that I don't want to enjoy myself? What's so bad about the fact that I want to, I want to uh, flick myself and and deny myself anything physical? So I'm doing it to I think that otherwise I'll, I will be I will be supposed to be compelled by my yetzar to look for taiva look for physical enjoyment. So I'm doing everything I can to go to the opposite extreme. So what's wrong with that? So we can explain the Rambam in the field of Shittas, the Rambam in two ways. The, one, the first way to explain the Rambam is based on the Rambam's own principle. And that is everything needs a balance. You, you're running away from one problem to get to another problem. That doesn't make things better. And therefore, this isn't the balance. So if a person balances that this is what I need, more than that is time. So I'll, I'll do what's, what's necessary, and I'll make sure not to indulge in excess. That's perfect. That's a balance. But if a person is worried about one extreme, so they run off the edge of the other extreme, then they haven't done anything good. They've just gone from one bad minute to another bad minute. And that's the, that, that's the fear with the, you started the Rambam, now we can understand. That, 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 that it's true, that it's, uh, that's what he calls it, it's, it's also a derech uh, it's, it's true, a lot of hedonism and just looking for enjoyment is bad. A life of complete denial with them is also bad. One isn't better than the other one. They're two extremes and they're both bad for each other. They're both as bad as each other. And that's why a person might think that a life of complete 
so to speak, uh, a complete denial of any enjoyment is is a spiritual life or is a good life? No, it's not. It's a, it's just you've changed one bad mitzvah for a different bad mitzvah. And that point says the Torah says that's also also. It's also also that that what's necessary and what's correct is the balance in the middle. Now, and that's why the Raman learns that if a person's looking to to try and deny themselves everything which they could be able to enjoy, that's a chayta. That's a chayta. Uh, that's the starting point. The lack of balance isn't good. What's really wrong with that? You know, what, what's the, the there's a bad middle of we understand of time because it makes it's a minute, it draws a person to become more and more deeply entrenched in looking for pleasure in this world and what's going to bring them to our various, what's going to distract them from the Hashem, like Mr. Hashem writes in Precious. What's the problem which is going to result from the other extreme? A person who, who's denying themselves any pleasure in this world. What's the problem that's going to come out of that? And if he doesn't want to eat meat and doesn't want to drink wine, he doesn't want to sleep in a bed and doesn't want to wake up more clothing, what's going to happen to Mary? What, you know, the, where's the middle going to take him to? So, there's two possible answers. The one I heard from Revolve is the one the and it's a, it's a very true Yusuf. He said it as a Messiah he had from Rabbi Rechum, maybe it's from the early by Mashkechim. Like I said, it doesn't mean Maskam, but it's the Yusuf you see. Like I said, uh, I understand the truth very well. And that is, there's a certain level that a person can work, um, so to speak, to do something, they can work with their body. And I can I can deny my body what it wants because I'm doing it for a purpose I'm trying to achieve or because I hold it to us or whatever the case might be. There's a certain level that if a person turns into his own enemy and then it's going to cause an internal rebellion. And the more a person tries to suppress what the body wants, the more it's going to have the opposite effect. Just like an Atanis. Atanis is only a one-day affair, but what happens? The person spends all the time thinking about food. Now, if a person is fasting because it's hard off to have to fast, okay, so I don't, I don't do that, I'll fast, I'll think about food, it's too bad. But the whole point of fasting was to, to distract oneself from food, to deny oneself physical connection. So then it's having the opposite effect. Because the more I don't eat, the more, the more my mind fixates on food. If a person would just eat and get back to whatever they're doing, they wouldn't think about it all day. So the fact that the person is always thinking about what I'm not doing, and what I'm avoiding, and what I'm fighting against, that becomes much more of a thing which is always on their mind. Because much more we're focused by that. And so then it's having the opposite effect. And the same thing, people who try whatever whatever regimen it is to deprive themselves of something, as long as the opposite effect, the, the, the body fights back and they end up doing more. And therefore the idea of that the way to overcome the body is by denying it everything, uh, so to speak, normally it's going to have a reverse effect. That's the, the more that a person denies himself his body, what it wants, what it needs, so it's going to, it's, it's, he's going to want it even more than before. Um, I heard this from one of the Tom, in the name one of the Tomidim of Kel. We know in that in Europe, the Minag was that the Bachram didn't have dormitories or a lunchroom in the yeshivas. They used to sleep and people around the village and having a lunchroom for a meal, uh, that's what they used to eat. And if a Bach was lucky enough, that they have steady host and they have food every day. And as Rahman well, said, I can't every day, they have to look for somebody else to give them food to eat, also go hungry. <coughs> so the story is told of, I think it was from Desna's father, Ruben Desna, the father of the Vitamin he was a Bachar in Kel. And he happened to find one family in, in the village who 
after the house to lunch every day. And there's overdrive. You have a steady place to eat. Except the lady of the house said, uh, yeah, you're a Kalmar Bacha. So you, you're used to not giving to your Yetzara. So he said, I think it was for two years or three years, I don't remember. But as long as she was in Kalm, every lunch, he ate at his sister's house. Every lunch, every day, for two years straight, she made him exactly the same lunch. And that was made him like a kind of a porridge, like a daisa, uh, oatmeal, with no sugar and anything added. Just plain oatmeal and water. You're often calm, doesn't it? It's, uh, you don't have to enjoy food. You have to eat. So you'll eat. You'll be full. But you don't have to enjoy food. So he said afterwards, he says, he doesn't know how much uh, eating oatmeal for th- two or three years or it was every single day. I'm helped to overcome his tither. One thing he does know, and that is since then, everything else he tastes is so delicious. <laughs> and that, that's the same you say. That sometimes suppressing something has the opposite effect. That you, 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 a person wants it more, enjoys it more, looks for it more, whatever it's going to be. And that's why, besides the fact that, that like Naam, as you say, is extremism is never good. Not on the one side, not on the other side. But also, it doesn't necessarily help the point. The fact that a person, the more they deny themselves something, the more they're asking the thinking about it, the more they're wanting it, the more it really fuels the fire which are of the time itself. But doesn't the Rambam also say that in order to get to the center, you have to go to the other side? Yeah. Temporarily. That's what we saw beforehand. It's something which, in order to recenter myself. But here we're talking about a commitment. Uh-huh. I'm, never, I'm never going to do this again. Like a, like a Nazi. It's not just a, a, like a way to balance oneself. It becomes something which is not an obligation of person person himself. And that's not good. Those people who are always fasting, it's also not a direct time. The person isn't meant to afflict themselves of fasting the whole time. And all these kinds of things. Don't try and be too, too much of a tzaddik. And that's what we see that you say that I'm explaining it. And that is that trying to do more, either we said more than the person is capable of doing, or something which is going to cause a, 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 a like a boomerang effect. Don't be too much of a tzaddik. It's going to destroy you because. It's just going to have the opposite effect. Now, the point of not fasting, uh, the motion explained, it depends why the person was fasting. If the person was fasting as a way to deny themselves pleasure, as a way to overcome their time, it's not going to work. Uh, very often I used to say, that very often, uh, the, the way a person eats after the time is, uh, takes away any positive effect that could have been in the time. You know, a person so much wants to eat, and they're so into the food after they eat, didn't eat for a whole day, it ruins any effect that the time sort of had on them. Because, uh, again, we fast because we have to fast. If a person is trying to fast to, um, to become more of a parish, to attach themselves more from physical things, so what happens? So the person does eat for a day, and then afterwards he eats triple. And with much more gishmah, much more induced. Yeah, whatever it is. So that, that undoes the effect. So if a person is fasting, as Trevor, or other reasons, I'm not talking about that. If a person is fasting, the sagitatman, as a way to so to speak, afflict themselves as a way to prevent themselves um, enjoying the, the, the world, that's not a good thing to do. I'll teach that however. Don't be too much of a tzaddik. And it's also, the, the side is, it's not what the Prophet intended. And that's a, that, that's a point of Hashkafa difference between the way that the of course, in the Khomri Adam, the priests of the Christians, understood and we understand. 
And that is the Christian philosophy is that a person is, is in reality sinful. And the body is in reality bad. And therefore the more a person can attach himself from it, the better it is. And like the Ramban and the Rabbi both write, and the Ramban writes this to in other places, well, that's not the Torah Hashkotha. The Torah is the body is Kaddish. Hashem created it and it has exactly what it's meant to be. And what a person needs for his body is what Hashem wants him to have. And therefore the, the optimal way to serve Hashem is to, to not to try and work against the body, try to work with the body. And uh, therefore, the idea that a person is trying to work against himself is, is counterproductive. It's uh, it's al Don't try to be a bigger tzaddik than Hashem. Hashem made a system for how the body is meant to work, work with it. But if a person is trying to go against that, so then it's going to other habits. It's just going to be destructive. And that's the Yechamashah Satayr, the user's manual. Hashem made the person and tells you what to do and what not to do. So you have the guide of what's right and what's wrong. When a person tries to do much more than that, so besides the fact that it's often counterproductive, it's also not going to achieve what's meant to be achieved. And therefore, it's, uh, even though it sounds on the outside to be a level of greatness that a person is more abstinent, more, more, more detached from his body, it's not a minor bichal. Don't try and be a bigger tzaddik. Lama tishayim, because it's just going to land up, land up the strength of the person. Okay.